ShareCare, helping you find experts, the top minds in health and medicine. It's ShareCare Radio with Dr. Daria Long Gillespie on RadioMD.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome back for our second segment of ShareCare Radio. And when we say we have the top minds in medicine, we really do. And I'm so glad we're going to talk about this topic today. It's summertime. We're all traveling. You know, I was traveling this past weekend with my husband and our flight was delayed by two hours. I was stressing out because I wasn't going to get home in time to the time that we had told our babysitter we would be home. So everybody who has children, you know how stressful that is. And I wasn't going to see my daughter to put her to bed. So I was a basket case. I was so upset about this flight being stressed, which is why we're talking about today's topic, which is keeping yourself calm when you are traveling. Now, of course, this segment was brought to you by Even Hotels. It's part of our Travel Well segment. You can check out their newest hotels at ihg.com backslash even hotels. So to help us talk about this, I have with me the founder of the Stress Institute, She's an international stress expert. She's providing people with training, education, solutions to lower their stress through mindfulness. She founded the Mindful Living Network, and her clients include a couple that you may have heard of, including Microsoft, McDonald's, and Essie Johnson. And you've probably seen her on the Today Show, CNN, Fox, ABC, Business Week. I could go on. Her name is Dr. Kathleen Hall. Dr. Hall, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. How are you? Good or this morning. Afternoon, shall I say? Yes. Yes. And I know we're all going to be a little bit less stressed out after all of this. So today, you know, you and I were just talking. There's there's stress everywhere. Um, right now, you mentioned there's a lot of stress around uh, terrorism, and you know, are, are we safe? Today, we're narrowing it down because we could talk about stress for about three weeks. Today, we're talking <laughs> about travel. You know, how do we keep ourselves calm, not freak out when when there are things that are going out of our control with travel and our flights delayed? But also, I mean, we talked about terror. How do we stay calm with all of that? You know, how did you get into this practice in the first place? I actually worked on the 104th floor of the World Trade Center in New York and uh, yeah, bought and sold uh, stocks and bonds and things. And then subsequent to that, (laughs) after that, I became a... um, venture capitalist and bought and sold companies globally and mm-hmm. kept getting stressed. And uh, I saw, just as you probably do in the doctor business, um, I saw some people crash and burn, become mm-hmm. alcoholics, drug addicts, mm-hmm. serial marriages, all kinds of health mm-hmm. problems. And then I saw people like the Bill Gates and the Ted Turners and a lot of other people that I met that just the more stress they got, the more they soared. So I wondered if there was a biological effect to this, whether it could be um, DNA somewhat determined, whether it was Mm -hmm. uh, environment from childhood. And at that time, Bill Moyer, uh, this would be many years ago, back in the 90s, early, early 90s, uh, he said, you know, someday I think they will develop technology to be able to test and see stress. And this was way before fMRIs and and Mm -hmm. cortisol swabs and all the technology Mm -hmm. we have now where we can actually see it in real time. Yeah, and that's amazing. There's, We have a, a new stress app at, at ShareCare that actually listens to the tones of your voice and the fractal patterns of your voice to be able to measure your stress because it gets exactly what you're talking about. It's so hard to measure your stress levels, especially chronic stress, and to know what they are. So go check out our ShareCare app. It's on Android and Google phones. It's amazing. Um, but I want to get back to your story. I mean, you were a trader, stock trader, which is a hugely high, high stress position for anybody who doesn't know. Um, you know, did you really have, you know, on 9-11, your office were there. Were you in the building? Did you kind of have an epiphany after that? I left before then, but on the 104th okay. floor, it was really sad when planes got too close. This would be the early 90s. We would have this, I know you know, sometimes you substitute T 
terror or fear with laughing, and you mm-hmm. can make them joke. So ours was when a plane would get too close or something would happen, we'd look at each other and go, well, uh, you know, when things like this happen, we just bend over, grab our ankles, and kiss our blank goodbye. And then we'd belly laugh. So when that happened wow. on that fortuitous day as I was weeping, oh I thought, I wonder if my, you know, I wonder if they were, you understand exactly what I mean, if they were mm-hmm. kind oh of going, goodness. oh, look how close this plane's getting and all the other stuff. It, it was horrible. But anyway, yeah, I left before then, but mm-hmm. I was very fascinated with mm-hmm. stress. And then I'd known a lot of Native Americans and alternative people and that handled stress in different ways. And then mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time in Europe. And I mm-hmm. saw that the Europeans had taken stress seriously 20, 25 years before us. Um, mm-hmm. And they actually saw it as an epidemiological problem and hmm. actually uh, saw it as it could be a pandemic and contagious stress. So I was fascinated why we were so far behind. Mm-hmm. When we're so and, far advanced, the U.S. has so many wonderful things, but stress, and we're, we're not advanced when it comes to stress right now, which is why we need you. Now, yeah, you and, may- and it's... It's not a fact. It's not something you run with. That the, what you and I are have to be in is resilience and training resilience. Mm-hmm. And I happen to be married to a gastroenterologist, and my daughter happens to be a critical care doc. She runs ICUs. Oh wow! Yeah, so yes. we're all in the kind of in the caring for others uh, business and serving others, and absolutely mm-hmm. love it. Which can which is, can also have its own different layers of stress. You know, I was really struck by what you said a minute ago. That you know, you gave Bill Gates as an example. The more stressed he is, the more he soared. You know, so what were some of the lessons that you took from that? That you know, what can the rest of us do? Because I mean, that's that's the holy grail. That's what we all want. Right. So what I noticed was um, when there were meetings or uh, different conferences or whatever happened that when, uh, whether it was shareholder prices or whatever happened, let's say, whatever crisis was going or some big issue, instead of, instead of breaking down, I'm not gonna, I don't want to use him as a particular example, but mm-hmm. these people sure. that absolutely flourish in, and, are, and are resilient, they mm-hmm. open up. And, it, and you, you do the body part, so I know you know this. So instead of, you know, your blood pressure going up and closing down your arteries and your veins mm-hmm. and your, you know, because we do when we're stressed, we, we mm-hmm. shut down and it creates yeah. horrible There's physical reactions. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, these people did the opposite. They became curious and inter- it's that attitude. They, mm-hmm. they took it as positive stress because when a stressful situation happens, that's what the attitude is so critical in the training is you can take it as a positive stress. We call it stress. So what they would do is they saw everything as challenges, curiosity, how could it be made better? If, if the company was complaining about this, then, or the shareholders, what could that possibly mean about a new avenue? Whereas people that really went down the tubes were ones that were so thinking that they could ultimately control everything, their bodies and their veins and arteries, where their blood pressure would go up and everything else, as you well know, was they took stress. And again, the, what I love, sorry, about mm-hmm. the world we live in now is we, I grew up in this very entrepreneur, powerful family. And I was the oldest, so I was alpha, all this other mm-hmm. stuff. So we saw people, we called okay. them crash and burn. We saw people, yeah. whether it was a mother who couldn't take stress of her kids or whether it was a uh, professional person or anybody, we said, God, what a weakling. Little mm-hmm. did I know fat later in life, half of it is genetic. I mean, well, a large part of it, part of it is mm-hmm. genetically predetermined. Mm-hmm. The other is your environment when you're a child. How did your parents react to stress? Right. And that's then, such a big impact. Yeah, that's the first role model you see on how to react to stress. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you've got, you're born with certain genes, then you have how your, your childhood environment, and then you have traumas, 
Were you raped? Mm-hmm. Were you poor? Did, you know, did something happen when you got older? Did you lose your job? Did your husband leave you? So there's a whole mm-hmm. vegetable soup in there. Mm-hmm. That everything, it was like the huge light bulb moment of compassion of, oh, my God. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, instead of judging people, this is all about grace and compassion. Wow. Mm, it's so true. It is so true. And you're right. We all you know, experience stress, and we've had various amounts of it, some many more than others. But you can't really, it's not something you can control, like you said, in realizing that you're not in control. I remember when I was in college, I studied uh, piano performance at the Eastman School of Music. And one of my instructors was amazing. He had won the National Chopin competition and Mm. just was just brilliant. And I remember asking him as I had um, gone into an audition and my knees were shaking so hard that they were hitting together and it was actually messing up how I was playing. And I said, do you ever get less stressed? And he said, you never get less nervous about any recital, whether it's Carnegie or whatever he was doing. You just learn to channel it. And I think that's what you're talking about. Exactly. It's kind of like uh, I have a big keynote uh, uh, next month, and it's thousands of people. And so one of my sisters said, oh, my gosh, I'd be so stressed. And and Jim, my husband, laughed and said, oh, no, the more the merrier. He said, you know, (laughs) if she's on Dr. Oz's TV show or the station, whatever she's on, She said, that's not even as much fun as standing in front of 5,000 people. And like you said, it's all training, too. This is Mm -hmm. what we don't, we have to realize people like you and I just didn't get a lucky card. And we're lucky. Or or you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Or we were born Mm -hmm. on the right sign on the right day that we handle stress better. Mm -hmm. I had such PTSD uh, from a horrible childhood. And uh, genetics weren't uh, such a great factor. But I saw, you know, one of my sisters become an alcoholic. I saw, Mm -hmm. you know, different behaviors, you know, pan out. And I went, I will not do that to my two children and my mm-hmm. husband. And like I said, Bill Moyer was one of the most, uh, one of the greatest inspirations about the future of stress. He said, you know, it's early 90s and, you know, uh, I know what we're doing at Harvard with Herb Benson and, and Dean Ornish and then, you know, what we're doing, John Kabat-Zinn over there. And he said, why don't you go study with these guys and talk to them and, and see what the future is going to be? And I was hooked. I was hooked because mm-hmm. I said, this is about human productivity. This is about mm-hmm. healthcare dollars. If, know, what yes. they, if, if what they're hypothesizing, this is 90, 1990, mm-hmm. what in the world could this possibly be in 2000, 2010? And you and I mm-hmm. are seeing the uh, ramifications of it now. Oh, so true. I see the ramifications of my patients every day. Now, I want to know, you know, which there's so much on stress. We want to talk specifically on travel, but some of the same things I know when, when you're stressed with travel apply to stress in real life. Can you give us a couple of tips when, you know, it is out, something's out of your control and your, your flight's delayed or, or just something with your life is happening? What are some tips to get back to that productive stage and out of the, you know, stressed out, unproductive one? Okay, well, the first is um, if you're traveling with a spouse or a partner and family, Remember that they're looking at you. Children mirror your stress, and they're mm-hmm. waiting for your cues. So if you're looking at this as a perfect trip, then you're setting your <laughs> children and your family up for a horrible vacation. Think mm-hmm. of it as a journey or an adventure. Set the kids up. This is going to be an adventure. I mean, they say it's going to storm, but we don't know. So, so if you do that, then mm-hmm. everybody in the family looks at it as an adventure. Second, mm-hmm. atti- your attitude is critical. Don't ever forget that, no matter what happens. And it's an opportunity. When you're in that airport, it's wonderful. You may, I saw a woman last time I was there who was in a wheelchair outside a bathroom, and she was there for an hour, and I went up and said, do you need some help? And she said, I've been here for 20 hours. And I started to cry. I said, what? She said, yeah, they took me off an airplane, left me here, and I don't speak much mm-hmm. English, and I don't know what oh to God. do. So it's an opportunity for you to reach out if you're aware. Mm-hmm. And remember, it's a process, not an event. 
So mm-hmm. some of the key things to do is plan. That's your best thing is the best offense. Mm-hmm. And with that, no stress management practices. Like, for an example, I use the term S-E-L-F care. And those are, okay. uh, it's, it's a four-medical quadrant program that's done at every university, Duke, Johns Hopkins, Harvard, wherever. And all I did was create an acronym that made it easy to remember, S-E-L-F, S is serenity. Okay. So when you're going to, while you're packing and you're getting ready, do you um, love nature sounds? Do your kids love nature sounds? Do you mm-hmm. like a meditation app? What do you do to relax? Is there certain music to take with you? Remember serenity. Are there pictures that you want to look at online or something? Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, make sure you take something with you for serenity. Okay. And also remember, lots of times in these airports, they have chapels now or meditation rooms. Mm-hmm. And they also have nap rooms and they have massage people. I so know. Ser- Nothing like getting a mani-pedi when you're waiting for I an know, air- I know, I <laughs> know. I'm and not these- above that. <laughs> oh, you? Honey, are you kidding? You and I are smart. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since you have a little baby, it may be your only opportunity, honey. You got to squeeze it in. Where oh yeah, you can. mama got to find time when she can. <laughs> and then E is exercise. So, for an example, I always get down early, and especially with the travel lines now. And you go, oh my god, I'm wasting my time. No, if it's in, if your tickets in concourse B or C, like here in Atlanta, and you get in mm-hmm. on A, walk. They have yes. art down there. They have the whole history of Atlanta down here in Atlanta. Under they those do walkways. It yes. is so amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. I can hardly make it to my plane on time when I'm there three hours early because it's a learning experience. It is. It's so, an exploration. And a lot of airports are now showing, you know, Atlanta says, you know, if you want to walk, it's five minutes to the next terminal. So my husband and I walked because, I mean, especially with kids, tire those little boogers out before you get there on you a go. flight. There you go. And you and I both know what exercise does for stress. It reduces mm-hmm. stress. It makes you quiet. Um, all those kinds of things. So do that. Then also what I mm-hmm. do is I always sit in the corner while I'm waiting for the plane and I do yoga stretches in the corner before I even get on the plane. And you You're that this. lady I've seen at the Atlanta airport. Yep, I do. I take my little <laughs> blankie with me. You're exactly right. And so yeah. E is exercise. You can do it anywhere. And also mm-hmm. L is love. So it's S-E-L, love. Take what you love with you. If it's a, I, t- I always take my, um, I'm, I'm a brat. I have these Laura Piana a soft cashmere shawls. So I take mm. them with me, and it's like a security blanket. The minute I get on that plane, and you and I both know, sometimes it's hot on a plane, sometimes it's cold on a plane, mm-hmm. and I cannot tell you the elderly people or children that I have covered with my shawl in the last Aww. 20 years. So you're, It's you're, not just it's, for you. You're no, going outside not. of yourself here. Mm-hmm. And comfort. Wear something comfortable. Make sure you have a Ziploc bag with your kids with an extra, have them pick it, an extra uh, thing of clothes with them just in case mm-hmm. they throw up, spill something on the airplane, whatever yeah. happens. Put it in yeah, I know. I learned this after I, I got OJ spilled in an unfortunate spot on my <laughs> pants and had to walk through the airport for the next four hours with orange juice. Yeah, that was awesome. So extra clothing for kids and mom. Well, that that kind of makes me sick because I'm imag- I'm such a visual person and such a uh, uh, I'm imagining that right now. Ouch! That yeah. <laughs> and, and also, um, sorry to make you sick. No, no. <laughs> but love. Um, what what do mm-hmm. your kids love? Take their favorite teddy bear. Take their mm-hmm. and remember um, S E L. As long as you're connected, also, you know, you may be able to write letters. People don't write snail mail anymore. Take some cards mm-hmm. with you. Pick up something. Do something strange. Get a book you love. Read mm-hmm. L. Love, love, love. And F is mm-hmm. food. Okay, so food mm-hmm. is when you're at the airport. Try to do omega threes. Try to do B sixes. B sixes are if they have sweet potato fries or tuna sandwich, turkey. Anything like that mm-hmm. that helps uh, tryptophan. Uh, don't eat, drink lots of sodas, uh, lots of grease. You can eat 
to reduce your stress before you get on that plane and take a take snacks on with you and make sure you stay hydrated and take plenty of water. See, a lot of people get there and mm-hmm. drink caffeine, caffeine, caffeine. Yes. So when they get mm-hmm. on the plane and turbulence happens or there's an unhappy person next to you, you're just waiting, you know, uh, mm-hmm. for the trigger to hit. Mm-hmm, it's so true. So, and you're saying that foods like omega-3s, and it's a great point, B6s, tryptophan, can actually help you relax a little bit as well. Absolutely. You know, people will get to the airport and pig out on unbelievably, I mean, mm-hmm. I watch them sit there, sugar themselves, right? Lots of candy, yeah. and then Coca-Colas and stuff. So when the turbulence on the plane starts, you know, it really gets quite, um, that they're at a trigger point anyway. Of, of, and you of think that makes them more, ang- and that makes them more kind of anxious and hypervigilant as well? Yeah, when yeah. You have that. And, and also <laughs> what I wish people would do is the minute that door shuts, take a deep breath and remember that you are one human family, that, that what destiny befalls one befalls everyone. And I don't care if it's a bus, a train car, or whether, so instead of sitting there and thinking, hmm, I don't like that Daria sitting next to me or she's got a child or I don't like that man. Mm -hmm. Instead of separating ourselves by criticisms, we have to realize that once that door closes, I don't care what mode of transportation you are, you are one human family. And the fate Mm -hmm. of each of you and the mental and physical health depends on each other. So instead Mm -hmm. of closing your heart, open your heart. And if anything happens on that flight, just remember these three things most of us learned as kids. Stop, look, and listen. Turbulence. Mm -hmm. A strange thing, they, they uh, examine someone on the airplane, what if somebody has a heart attack, whatever, have stop and, mm-hmm. and look around you. Second, mm-hmm. um, stop, look, look around, see if there's an older person that needs some help or being buckled in mm-hmm. or somebody needs help with their child or whatever. And third is listen. That pilot and those flight attendants and the experts, if it's a physician that's helping someone next to you, they know exactly what they're doing. These things mm-hmm. can not only save your life and help de-stress you, it will help everybody on, on whatever mode of transportation. Mm-hmm. But always remember, yes, you're right. have a plan when you travel. It's fun mm-hmm. and make it fun. Choose to make you're it right. fun. Make you're it right. Adventure. And it is. It is an adventure, and it reminds me of a funny story of a friend, and they, uh, her kids, they got ended up, their flight was delayed. They spent, I think, six hours in one of the airports, and at the end of this marvelous trip, they finally went on their marvelous trip. She came back, and they talked about their favorite activity, and the kids' favorite activity from the school that they told the school was sitting in the airport and having their mom read to them <gasps> on this entire three-week oh, trip. That, <laughs> that was your favorite cry. thing. I love that. So I love I, that. I love, Kathleen, that you mentioned, you know, your attitude, thinking of it like an adventure when you're traveling. It's not going to be perfect. And then go outside yourself. I love that you mentioned those, you know, those cashmere scarves scarves that you loan somebody else. And, you know, we're all one human family and thinking about it that way. So, Dr. Kathleen Hall, thank you. This was wonderful. I will be more calm on my next flight, I have no doubt. All of our listeners, find Kathleen at mindfullivingnetwork.com or tweet her your mindfulness and stress questions at Dr. Kathleen Hall. Hashtag ask Dr. Kathleen. Of course, send me any questions you have. What do you want to know about at Dr. Daria? And check out the new Even Hotels. It's the newest line from Intercontinental Hotel Groups. IHG.com backslash Even Hotels. <laughs>